You're listening to Paranormal Portal on Revolver Podcasts. Everybody and welcome to the Paranormal Portal Podcast. I'm your host, Brent Thomas. Thank you all so much for being here and being a part of what we're doing. And thank you to all of you who've been spreading the word. Uh, I really appreciate all your efforts on our behalf. If you've got a paranormal story of your very own, please give us an email. Send it over to paranormalportalradio at gmail.com. And uh, we can touch base and get it dialed in. And you too could be a guest on the show. But i uh, got a great show lined up for you guys today. I've got Gary from New Zealand on the horn with me. And he's had a whole host of uh, incredible experiences that he's here to share. So uh, I hope you all are ready because we're going in. did I survive because this tree landed the way it did but I heard that very deep powerful scary voice just before it came down and they had said it was a haunted tree they said it, I don't know if people had seen ghosts or spirits they must have seen something there sure. um, but uh, sit, there were six six crewmen that died at that site oh so but, but what the dickens that voice was I have no idea so that's what I heard. You will be mine. You oh. will be mine. And then boom, oh. tree comes down on me. But why it came down on me on that day, Yeah. Um, uh, why I was able to survive that massive tree coming on me oh. in that one spot, that one spot, as I say, one foot to the left, one foot to the right, we wouldn't be having this conversation. Right. Yeah. And to hear that voice and to be told it was a haunted tree. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's it's. You're right. It's nothing short of a miracle, and it's like divine yeah. intervention that yeah. you happen to be just in the perfect position to be okay. You know? And then after that, when I thought, my God, maybe I do have a guardian angel, yeah. I 
thought back to a lot of experiences. At the age of 20, I had a motorcycle accident and mm-hmm. I was living in London and a, a, a mini car, minicab driver wiped me out <clears throat> on my motorbike. And I was taken to hospital, but I managed to walk out the next day. <clears throat> Excuse me. So I survived that. I survived a couple of car crashes with other people were driving. We had some pretty close shaves mm-hmm. and we managed to walk out of those, you know, when we could have easily been killed. Right. And when I was a young lad, I almost hanged myself by we were playing a game. We, we had a rope around our waist and we were swinging from a tree. Oh. It slipped up to my neck. Oh, but luckily, a couple of mates were able to hold me up. You know, uh, and we got out. So when I think back, I've had quite a few close shaves. Yeah. Wow. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, and nothing happened. And then when we moved to um, when we moved to New Zealand twelve years ago, I remember going to get my um, driver's my New Zealand driver's license, mm-hmm. and um, they took a photograph of me, and they said, "Come back in a couple of days, and you'll have your, your, your license." And I went back, and the, the girl that took the picture said, "She said, look." I've got to tell you something. I've I've only experienced this once before in six years I've been doing this. But you had a little tiny orb behind your right shoulder on your (laughs) photograph. And she said, we we cleaned the lens and, you know, there's no dust. And Mm -hmm. I've been doing it for six years. And there was only one old guy and you that have ever seen this. Wow! I joke and said, "Yeah, that would be my spirit guide. He's right. He's he's always on my right shoulder. Uh, he's always just behind me." Uh, and I said that, and she was fascinated, and she wanted to know more about that kind of stuff. But um, <clears throat> yeah, so that lady in the states telling me I had this spirit guide, mm-hmm. and he's right behind me on my right shoulder. The um, the orb behind the photograph on my driver's license on my right shoulder, wow. and. Um, the the few times when I've been very close to um, to death and have survived, um, yeah. So so um, I'm pretty sure I have a yes. a guardian angel. Mm-hmm. I don't know if we all have guardian angels, but or spirit guide, whatever you want to call them. Sure. I well, I'd like to think so, but you know, I I can't say for sure. Um, yeah. But I have experienced things like that too, where it's just. You know, just a, a really strong intuition suddenly, and then I then I would follow it, and I I avoided you know being seriously hurt at least, and so I can I can relate with what you're saying, and and the power of that moment, it's yeah. just so profound. It is yeah. so so, and and you when you see these TV programs where there's plane crashes or people shouldn't have survived, and and one person will survive, mm-hmm. and everybody else will die, and you just think, how did that? happen you know um i'm not a religious person so i don't particularly believe it's the hand of god but i do believe there is a hand right in it somewhere (laughs) some some there's something for whatever reason it's not your time you don't you don't go now Mm -hmm. you know yeah so that that's uh that's another experience that i had um it's incredible yeah very incredible very powerful yeah Mm. And um, I've got another ghost, so another ghost story. Okay. So I, I told you last time I was I lived in a bedsit in London, and my landlord came back to haunt me. Yes. Yeah. 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 Uh, never saw him. Felt him. Felt his presence. Very powerful feeling. And I, it was I was certain there was somebody in the room, <clears throat> but the the girlfriend at the, at the time, my Swedish girl, did see him. You see. Mm-hmm. So. Right. 
there you have it. So when we moved to New Zealand, um, we we were uh, offered a house to rent. Uh, it was two stories, uh, four bedrooms, two bedrooms up, two bedrooms down. 16 years old, so not an old house, very modern. Uh, when we when we just when we found this house, we we, we were like wow, because it was much bigger than the house that we had in the UK. Huge back garden, you know, much bigger than what we have in England. England gardens are quite small. Yeah, um, massive garage. Uh, it was just big. Everything was big about it. You know, it was like wow. And um, we had even had a, a, a spa, you know, uh, in the oh, back nice. garden, which was like the, the, the cherry on the cake. You know, <clears throat> <laughs> so it was perfect. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the rent was very reasonable. <clears throat> the rent was very reasonable. So we moved in. Now, we had a three-year-old and a four-year-old. So my four-year-old son, we put him in his bedroom downstairs, made it all look nice, painted it beautiful, all nice furniture. He was downstairs. Mm-hmm. And then we had staircase going up, and there were two bedrooms upstairs. And our daughter was up there. She was three, and we were in one of the rooms. It pretty much started right from the beginning. I, I went. I remember going out into the garden, and it was. It was. This was March, so it's it's um it's it's autumn, mm-hmm. autumn here. And it was dark, and I went out into the garden, and it's a, it was a huge back back garden, but there were houses all around us. We were surrounded by by neighbours, <clears throat> and I remember going out to the garden and getting this feeling that I was being watched. You know, you know, you you, know, you, get, you get that feeling and. You know that someone's watching you or something's watching you. Sure. But um, we had neighbors all around us. So I was th- thought it must be a neighbor. Uh, and I had that a couple of times. But we were sitting watching telly one night. And we had this old, we've got this old uh, Czechoslovakian um, clock mm-hmm. with a pendulum and a chain, you know, and nice, you know. Yeah. And we were sitting there and it was like somebody had grabbed the chain and yanked it down. Oh. Now you can't do that normally. You can't pull it because it, it goes against the the the, the, the cogs. You know, the, mm-hmm. you, it you, it goes one way, it doesn't go the other way. But it went the other way. It was as though somebody had grabbed it and yanked it down. Oh my god! It scared the di- living daylights out of the two of us. We were sitting there like, "What the gee whiz?" <laughs> and it happened again some nights later. And I said to my wife, "That's really weird. I, we must have a." bloody ghost in the house, you know, joking, joking. Sure. Then I noticed, um, I've slightly got OCD. If I see a painting that's tilted, crooked, I have to straighten it up, you know. Oh. I, I, yeah, yeah, I go to someone's house and they've got a crooked painting, I have to straighten it. Yeah. So all our paintings and, and pictures were all, you know, spirit level on top, you know. <laughs> they would move. Oh. And, and, and my kids weren't doing it because they were quite high up, you know. And it happened again and again. Little things would move. And I started to think, because I had that experience with the old um, landlord, I'd already had that ghost experience. This wasn't something that was totally new. I, and I was starting to figure, maybe we've got a bloody ghost in the house. <clears throat> but the house is only 16 years old, so it's not like an ancient house. But things started to move. We had rabbits, and they used to live in a cage in the garage. And at three o'clock in the morning, we would be woken up with them banging. They'd kick. When rabbits get frightened, they kick with their back legs against um, the wall. And it's always three o'clock. Three o'clock is the witching hour. If you ever listen, well, I've listened to your stories. Oh, sure. People say three o'clock. I don't know what it is about three o'clock. 
do they all wake up at three o'clock? You know, yeah. you know, we get up at six, seven, they get up at three. Is that what it is? I have no idea. <laughs> three o'clock. Cause I, you'd hear these rabbits banging, kicking and you'd look at your watch or your clock. It's three o'clock. I'd go down, I'd go into the garage. I think there may be a cat got in there or something. Sure. You know, something was in there. Nothing, nothing was in there. Mm-hmm. Um, and so this happened regularly. The rabbits would get freaked out. Three o'clock in the morning, they'd be kicking. Then my son started to tell us that he saw faces at the window. Um, he didn't like it down there. Um, he saw shadows. They, and, and, and in the beginning, we just said, look, it's all right. Don't worry, you're just having a bad dream. And we kept him down there for about a year <laughs> whilst he was having all these experiences. Mm. Eventually... We moved him out of there and we put him upstairs in bunk beds with my daughter. So we had to move. So we had two bedrooms downstairs. One was a, a, an office and we turned his bedroom into a playroom. So they were both now sleeping together wow. because he didn't want to sleep in that room. But I remember talking to the landlady one day and we were friends with her. And I said, um, because she she bought this house after she divorced her husband a year or two before. So she, she got set, divorced her husband. She had two teenage boys and she kept her family home, but she rented that out and she bought this new house. I think she wanted to make a new start, right. get away from, from that house, you know, have memories. Mm-hmm. But she only lived in this new house for about four months. And then she moved out back into her original house. And I had said to her, you only stayed here for a few months. Why did you move? She said, oh, my boys didn't like living in the house. Mm. Uh, but that's what she said. She said nothing more than that. The boys, because they were downstairs, didn't like living in that house. But she didn't say anything else. Right. So we were there for four years in this house. But things started to happen. Um, I never felt it was a an evil presence. Mm-hmm. I almost felt like it was a, a poltergeist of a of a young person who was fooling around, just, just sure. teasing us. But suddenly it used to get more powerful. So not only were things moved, rabbits kicking, um, washing machines would come on, dishwashers would turn on in the, oh. at three in the morning. You know, machinery would just, you know, would just start working, you know, you know. And you have to start thinking, yeah, what, why? Yeah. <clears throat> and then... So it was slowly, it was slowly um, building up, you know, over time. It was like they were getting more comfortable with us, you know, or maybe they were getting pissed off that we weren't doing anything about it. You know, I don't know. I try to think of many things. What is it that is coming into our house? I try to think, is it an old Maori uh, village that was there hundreds of years ago? Is there a, 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 an old Māori warrior walking through the house? And then I would try to think, well, what is a ghost? Is it just the memory of someone passing through? Mm-hmm. But then we had a, a neighbor, an elderly neighbor, that used to babysit for us. And um, I, we didn't say anything to her, but she hated going up the stairs. She said, every time I go up the stairs to check on the kids, I've got the feeling that someone's right behind me, following, following me up the stairs. Oh. That's what she said. And we, we didn't talk about it. And we didn't say, oh, yeah, we've got a ghost living with us. We didn't say, <laughs> we didn't say that, you know. Sure. Um, you kind of keep – you, you want to speak to somebody. You want to talk to somebody. But, you know, yeah. you, you, you keep some form of mental stability, you know. Yep. But uh, what really nailed it for us was, and my wife saw it first, were the shadows, the, the fleeting shadows, sure. you know. <clears throat> 
and she saw the shadow first and she couldn't explain it and even though she's a skeptic um you know, she, she's got a scientific mind. There has to be an explanation for everything. Mm-hmm. And we took that clock, by the way. We took that clock to get it repaired or to get looked at by a clockmaker. And he could not uh, figure out why that chain did what it did. He said it's almost like somebody had to grab it to pull it down. Right. The force, the force needed to be that strong for this to happen. He couldn't figure, he had no idea, you know. Right. So, um, we still have the clock, though it doesn't work anymore, but um, we still we still have it. It's a beautiful old uh, antique clock. But my wife said, starts to suddenly see the shadows, and um, <clears throat> I did as well on one on perhaps two occasions, and they always seemed to be in the mirror. Uh-huh. You know, we had this great big mirror that was on the side of the wall before you would walk out of this dining room. So you, as you'd go out, there was a big mirror. And as you're going out, you'd see this, this mm. shadow just fly by. It was always behind me. It was almost as though it didn't want me to see it. Yeah. But I'd see it because I would look, I'd see the reflection in the mirror. And uh, my wife saw the shadows a few times. So, yeah, so towards the, 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 the end, we were there four years. And, and I kind of, I have talked about this to one or two people, but not many. And they said to me, they said, uh, well, why did you live there for four years if you were living in a haunted house? And I said, well, um, the rent was cheap, you know? <laughs> Do you know? Yeah. It was cheap. Okay, everybody, I think it's time we got to take a break. So don't go away and we'll be right back with more of the Paranormal Portal podcast in just a couple minutes. Hey guys, Brent Thomas here of the Paranormal Portal Podcast. We just wanted to take a moment to introduce you to the Paranormal Portal store. We've got t-shirts, hoodies, leggings, stickers, mugs, you name it, you might find it over there. So head on over to teespring.com slash stores slash paranormal dash portal and you too can help fund the Paranormal Portal Podcast. Thank you so much for all that you do and thank you for being a part of our Paranormal Portal family. everybody and we're back and we're back at it here on the paranormal portal podcast buckle up we're going in it, it was uh it, it never felt we never felt threatened sure right. like my, my son got scared but it never did anything to hurt him it was almost like it was just watching him you know because he'd, he'd say i saw faces at the window there would be a face staring through the window at me mm-hmm. you know um, <clears throat> just mischievous, huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so over four years, we had all those things happening. Things moving, uh, rabbits being disturbed at three in the morning, uh, appliances just coming on by themselves. Wow. Clocks being played with, and then and then eventually um, shadows zipping behind us and, you know, all around us. 
Um, so that was, um, yeah, that was ghostly house number two. <laughs> Don't know what it was, uh, you know, sure. because as I say, a lot of houses, a lot of towns and villages in New Zealand um, are often built or they grow around old Maori sites and the indigenous sure. people, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so you often wonder, you know, it, was there something more here? Did, you know, did you, I, you, I, look, I know as much as you know. <clears throat> I don't know what it is. I, 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 I know that my landlord was definitely pissed off with me. He was definitely angry. <clears throat> you remember? Yeah, so he yeah. came back. <laughs> he, he, he was hanging around because he was uh, unhappy. You know, right. um, and, but after a few months, that just sort of disappeared. So maybe he gave up and gave up the ghost and went. You know, <laughs> well, he, he finally caught you doing your shenanigans. <laughs> yes, I knew it. He's thinking. He's thinking. I knew it. I knew he yeah, was doing that. <laughs> so, so, you know. Yeah. No, that's yeah. really powerful. Um, you know, and I, w- I would have to say that I, I do believe that uh, the Maori are very active in their, in their areas. Yeah. Uh, I've gotten, uh, I, we, we have listeners from New Zealand as well and uh, uh, outside of yourself, and they've submitted stories that have to do with the Maori and visiting yeah. some of the sacred sites and stuff. And yeah, yeah. It's just intense. Yeah, yeah because they are very spiritual. Yeah. And, um, uh, yeah, there is, um, they are more connected with that side. Mm-hmm. Um, we, ha- we have a... Um, uh, a bushwalk that we go to um, regularly. It's a couple of miles from where we live, but it's up a mountain, and um, it's a beautiful bushwalk. And it, it's a it's a loop, so you go into the bush. It's very natural New Zealand bush. Mm-hmm. Um, it looks a bit like Jurassic Park. So stuff in New Zealand looks ancient. It looks like dinosaurs should be walking around. You know the <laughs> ferns and yeah. you know the trees. It, it's amazing. It is an amazing place, New Zealand, and. It's there's a lot you can walk through it. It's it's got steps and it goes down and then it eventually comes up and it's about thirty five minutes to walk it. And I often take my dogs and we go in there. And sometimes you'll miss you'll find people walking past you. You know you'll cross people. But there's one spot and I've walked on my own and it's down quite low and then you start to come up and it's very dark because the canopy is completely covered. Very little light comes through. I mean, light does come through, mm-hmm. but the, the trees grow, the ferns grow, and, and then, then they grow over and they meet. So you're, you're completely, it's almost like a jungle, wow. but it's a path going through the jungle, mm-hmm. you know. Um, and there's lots of birds, so you hear lots of birds. But there's one spot, and I do get this feeling that there's somebody, this, I'm being watched and um, <clears throat> it's a cold spot. It is a cold area, you know, mm-hmm. kind of unusual. And I was out there the other day with my son, and we were walking, and um, he loves to come with me, and we go for a walk. And we sometimes do two laps. We do it twice, so it's an hour's walk, you know. Sure. You go, and, and he said to me, Dad, this is a very weird spot here. Mm-hmm. And I said, yeah, it's funny, you know, because I do get the impression when I've been on my own, some, and you, you're, you're looking all around, and it's just right. bush, you know, it's just trees and ferns and shrubs, and you stare and you stare. Now, I don't think we have Sasquatch or Bigfoot in New Zealand. I don't think it exists. Oh, there okay. has been stories of it, mm-hmm. but I don't think it exists because I think there'd be more stories and there'd be more interest in it. I know the Australians have their Yowie. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I don't think I don't think New Zealand does have anything. I. Okay. Um, 
And I've often thought that when I've been walking on my own, because, you know, you're literally in the bush, you're in a, in a forest or a jungle almost, mm-hmm. but there's not enough food supply. You know, there's no, oh. there's no deer, there's nothing like that, you know, um, okay. but you do get the, the feeling that someone's watching you, something's watching you. And I often think, you know, um, again, is it related to some old Māori settlement or is, is there is there somebody you know in that this one particular spot mm-hmm. um i don't try to linger too often when i'm walking through it i kind of walk quickly past that spot you know sure. and, and get out because <laughs> it's only the one spot you know mm-hmm. but uh, you're in the deepest part of the of the walk you know it's pretty you, you know you, there's no one around to cry for help mm-hmm. do you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah you, you're you're a good um uh 15 minute walk from anywhere you know? oh nice but um yeah so those are my my stories there's always lots of other little things but those are the stories that um have um stayed with me you know yeah um, yeah they are really really incredible and and, I, and again i think that i think that there's definitely something to you and your family probably most probably at least your children that is you know resonating yeah. and makes you yeah. aware yeah so yeah yeah, uh, it's just people with that higher energy just are, are like beacons. Yeah, yeah, because um, they say that, especially with alien um, experiences, that mm-hmm. it can be passed through the family, you know, generation yes. after generation. Oh. Um, and I said I don't ever recall. Well, my mother would never talk about it. I yeah. didn't really know my dad. Yeah, uh, my grandfather on my mother's side was interested in that subject he, he that's how i was int- introduced because he had all these books on aliens and abduction and ufos mm-hmm. and um and my grandma who was as i mentioned quite um a cold yeah. emotionless person did tell me a story that she saw this head when she was a nurse just float through the ward wow. uh, she was at a desk with a small light and uh and I did question her many times, like, didn't you freak out? Didn't you scream, Nanny? <laughs> well, I mean, you see a head just mm-hmm. go, go across the room, you know? Yeah. Um, she said, no, no, no. It meant no <laughs> harm. It just went and, you know. Yeah. So uh, very, very strange. But, yeah, I think my children um, are, are sensitive. My son in particular um, is interested in the paranormal mm. and we often talk about stuff especially Bigfoot and Sasquatch mm. you know my wife's convinced it doesn't it doesn't exist it can't <laughs> exist do you know she's she's one of those total non-believers yeah. whereas I'm a complete believer complete <laughs> believer even though I've never seen one sure yeah um, um though we were drive. I was driving to the Everglades with a couple of mates um where we had a holiday in the 90s mm-hmm. and we were going from Miami to Fort Myers through the Everglades uh, across what's called Alligator Alley oh. and the car broke down in fact a wheel came off in fact we had a bit of a crash oh jeez and survived but the car couldn't go any further uh, in fact we had two crashes the first wheel came off uh, we survived that we put another wheel on and that came off um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah so oh, wow. we were now uh, only down to three wheels uh-huh. and we weren't going anywhere right so we had to wait um, for a tow truck uh, to come and pick us up and a state highway patrol man came along and mm-hmm. it was dark and we were on in the Everglades, and uh, there was you know forest and bush right next to us. And I remember him saying, um, "He said, I suggest you boys stay in the car. You stay in the car, wow. all right? 
you don't leave the car. You wait till um, the tow truck comes. And that's what he said. And then he, he was gone. And um, I don't know why he said that. Uh, we all kind of thought maybe alligators were going to come and get us or something like that. Sure. But, um, you know, um, years later when I um, discovered that uh, even Florida has its skunk ape. Yeah. Because I lived there for five years. I had no idea about that. Oh, yeah. I, I, I thought Bigfoot was over in California, you know. Yeah. I, I didn't, didn't think it was anywhere else. So, you know, and I used to go off into the bush in Florida um, quite often, you know. Yeah. I think I don't think I'd go now. You know. <laughs> yeah, yeah um, I, there's lots of them down there. There's a lot, especially in uh, northern Florida. It, it yeah, seems to be the yeah, the hot spots yeah. around there. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. No, I, I, as I say, I, I was there in Florida for five years. We used to capture um, raccoons. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I used to catch raccoons, and I remember you telling you were talking about the raccoon biting your hand. Or oh your finger yeah, he was. <laughs> that was raccoon and the barbarian. He was a little little monster. Yeah. yeah. Well, I um. I lived on a marina mm-hmm. in Fort Myers, and um, I paid rent. I was just I rented an apartment, but I used to help the owner um, look after the place because he was another Englishman, and mm-hmm. so he we, he became like my family. We, we we became like family, you know. But all the snowbirds would come down in the in the winter, you know, sure. and, and they all had apartments and mobile homes and all that, mm-hmm. and. Um, there were boats, there were yachts tied up, moored up along the dock. And one of the folks on the dock said, one of the boats, Gary, you've got to do something about this. There's a raccoon getting into my boat and it's tearing everything up. So I said, yeah, okay, I'll I'll look into that. So a a neighbor had a a raccoon cage, Mm -hmm. you know, great big raccoon cage. So um, I tied this cage I put it. I had it on the dock at the entrance to the dock, and I tied it to a to a pylon, you know, with a good strong rope. And I put a tin of cat food in there, and I went to bed. And uh, the next morning, about six o'clock, I could hear people. There's a commotion going on, and I got up and went out to the dock. And all these old folk, you know, all the snowbirds who, <laughs> they were all looking, standing around on the dock, and this massive raccoon was in the cage. But the cage was hanging over the side of the dock, you know, because it had been jumping about. Right. The cage had flipped. But luckily, I, I tied it on a rope. So it was, the cage was hanging there. So I, um, I remember dragging this cage back up. And um, they said, what are you going to do with it? I said, well, I'll, I'll have to release it. But I've got to go to work. You know, I was working at a, at a fruit and veg market. Mm-hmm. So um, I put the raccoon, and stupidly, because I wasn't thinking, in a shaded area. Um, while I went off to work. And then I came back about three, so it was pretty hot. And when I got back, it was near my apartment. When I got back, there was a lady with a big sun hat sitting on a little tiny stool painting on an easel mm-hmm. the raccoon that was in the cage. <laughs> and the sun had come round and was baking this raccoon. Ooh. So it was absolutely pissed off. It was so angry. <laughs> and she's just sitting there painting this raccoon you know um so uh yeah he wasn't very happy so we took him way out into the bush oh and and released him um into the wilds and he went off like a tasmanian devil (laughs) and we both jumped into the back of the truck you know yeah because he was pretty big i must say he was probably about um oh i'd say um 50 pounds oh jeez, yeah that's a big 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 raccoon yeah 
Okay. Sorry, I don't know. I just brought that up because I heard you talking about a raccoon the other night. <laughs> yeah. Okay, everybody. I think it's time we got to take a break. So don't go away, and we'll be right back with more of the Paranormal Portal podcast in just a couple minutes. everybody and we're back and we're back at it here on the paranormal portal podcast buckle up we're going in yeah so that so those are my those are my stories mm-hmm. um I, there's other there's other things like um ufos and flying lights and strange lights and i've seen lots of strange stuff like that mm-hmm. uh, i've seen quite a few strange lights in the sky um and my wife sat with me one evening. We were looking. Uh, we were sitting outside where we live here in New Zealand, and we were out in the countryside. So mm-hmm. there's no um, artificial light. There's no street lights. It's completely. Um, we've got an acre and a half of garden, mm-hmm. and then the next neighbour is an acre and a half away, and another acre and a half away, and it's quite peaceful. So the stars are amazing, and so. I'm, I'm often looking up because I, I love to look up. If you look up, you're, you see stuff. If you, yeah. you don't look up, you can miss it. And we've, we've seen some strange things. But I think the most amazing, um, uh, and it, there definitely is no doubt about it, there were UFOs, and definitely not of this world. Um, in the 90s, I was living in London, and I went to, to Cornwall. Um, my family had gone on a week's holiday to Cornwall, mm-hmm. various parts of Britain. So we were all meeting up at the same in the same hotel, in the same location on the Cornish coast. And um, I went and made my, I went there, they'd all had dinner. And I had a niece uh, at the time, she must have been about 10, 10 years of age. And we'd had dinner, it was a beautiful sunny evening. It was dark, uh, stars in the night sky. And I said, look, to my niece, I'm gonna go across the road. There was a lawned area, beautiful lawned area. It was kind of on a cliff, quite high up. And I'm gonna go and stargaze do you want to come with me? And she's like, yeah, 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 I'll come with you, Uncle Gary, you know. Mm-hmm. So the two of us went across uh, and we lay down on the grass. It was dry. Uh, it was a beautiful evening. And we lay there just, and this is something I love to do. I, I, I you know, I've often done it with my daughter. We've got a great big trampoline and in the summer we'll go and get in sleeping bags and lie on the tramp staring at the, <clears throat> at the stars. Mm-hmm. And we were looking, sitting, lying down, staring straight up. All the stars were out, and there were two stars, and they 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 were close together. Not, you know, I don't know, I don't know how far apart, but the, you know, two stars. Mm-hmm. And they suddenly just shot off oh, up wow. into space. Nice. Yeah, like this. There was like a, a blast of white light, and they both went straight up, straight up. <laughs> and um, we both saw that. I said to her, "Did you see that?" She said, "Yes, yeah." What was that? I said, "I don't know." That's amazing. The most amazing um, experience. That's you know? really cool. Yeah, but they were right above us, right yeah. above us. You know, I've seen a lot uh, of things as well, and and I I do have a a pair of the night vision binoculars. Uh, after I I bought them after I had my sighting of seeing a saucer, and uh, yes. yeah. I still look up in the sky and and see weird things up there that I can't explain. Um, you know, it's still, I, I really want to get uh, a version of that that I can record that will record as well because I would love for people to see what I'm seeing. Yeah. Yeah. 
because there's something up there. There's a lot going on up there. In fact, if you get a chance, stop by our Facebook page, facebook.com slash paranormal portal radio. I posted a video. Somebody posted of of the moon and they got a real good um, telescopic view of the surface of the moon. And you can see things flying over the surface of the moon. Yeah, yeah. There's something There's all going kinds on of stuff. There's, we, we are full of stuff. It's like, yeah. you know, and there's the skeptics in this world. There's the people that just won't believe for whatever reason. Sure. You know, yeah. they'll believe in God. They'll, turn, mm-hmm. they'll believe in God, but they won't believe in anything else. Yeah. Um, and I don't want to go down that road. But, um, <laughs> yeah. um, you know, having had so many experiences, you can't think it's coincidental. It's, no. There's no coincidental about it. You know, I had the, the dreams of, of being um, visited by those those beings when I was a little child. Mm-hmm. I may have had them through my life. I just don't remember that. I just remember when I was five, mm-hmm. five, six years of age, <clears throat> regularly having those, um, those weird dreams where those beings <clears throat> and... Yeah. You know, now, think looking back, they were like little greys, you know. Yeah. I didn't know what they were at the time. Mm-hmm. They had bald heads. I remember they had bald heads. Um, and they used to float through the door, one behind the other, three of them just together. Mm-hmm. And, um, they never they never, they never, walked on the ground. They just simply floated. Wow. And then they would come to me. And that happened um, regularly. So why? Uh, why me? Um, yeah. Yeah, that's the the big mysteries, you know why? It, but it, it, it is, and you 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 try not to think too much, otherwise, um, just gives you a headache. You know? <laughs> yeah, there's no way we're <clears throat> ever, we're gonna know. They they have their logic for whatever that reason is, but um, yeah. I just I'm really grateful to have had the experiences I've had because I really do find this stuff um just amazing and it really redefines reality and and it's exciting that we still have so much mystery you know yeah yeah and i don't know if we'll ever find the truth i i don't know if we'll ever know the truth Uh, and if the truth's out there i think it's just going to stay out there you know yeah I, I, you know, people will often say, oh, this is the year when it's going to happen or last year it was going to happen or I don't know. I don't know if ever we'll know the truth. I always think we're a bit like penguins at the South Pole. You know, we we live at the South Pole. We do our own thing. We go fishing. We come back. We have babies. uh, The the weather gets cold. um, You know, we try to avoid being eaten by orcas and leopard seals. (laughs) And then every now and then these weird beings come down in these flying machines yeah. and they come and put tags on us and then they disappear. Yeah. Uh, and I don't know where they go. They just keep coming back once a year. We see them and then disappear. But hey, what the hell? You know, yeah. we've got babies to raise, fish to catch and avoid those orcas. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> that's a brilliant life, analogy. Life goes on. Yeah. And a- I think that's the same with um, with all this stuff. It's, yeah. it's just going to go on. It's just going to go on. We're, we're never going to know. We're never going to know. Yeah. That's a brilliant analogy, brother. But uh, I'm I'm really thrilled to, that you've shared all of this with me. I, I'm honored, and uh, I'm really excited to release this for our listeners because they're going to love yeah. it. Yeah. Well. Well. As I say, my wife's a skeptic. Um, she's heard these stories, <laughs> uh-huh. but she did say to me the other day, "Go ahead and talk to this fella." Yeah. Because <laughs> you know what? I think it's therapy for you. You know. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's so therapy said, for all of us. Yeah, I said, yeah, I think so. I think it's a way of getting you off my chest, you know? Yeah. I've said it now. There, yep. it's out there. And, and Whether the nice you believe thing, it or not. Right. Yeah. 
the nice thing is too, is that, that you coming forward will inspire other people to come forward and share their experiences. Because I think that, I think that this, this community is important because people need yeah. a sounding board for this stuff. They need to, yeah. they need to have a place where, you know, they can get it off. And, and the fact that they choose my show or whatever show that's, you know, that's up yeah. to them, but I think it's really powerful stuff. And, and I really thank you, Gary. Yeah, no. Well, thank no. That, I, as I say, I came across you because I was listening to Sasquatch Chronicles. Uh, you know, I was fascinated by that that show. I thought it was a very clever show, yeah. and I believed everything that I could, I heard because it, it. You know, there's no way you can't believe that these creatures exist. They obviously exist. They obviously exist. What they are, well, that's another another story. You know, and I've got my ideas and my beliefs on what they are. Sure. But yeah. um, I won't share them today with you. But um, <laughs> um, yeah, because yeah. I, yeah, I think they're real, and, and I think they're very human. And um, but I, you were on it, and, and I heard you talking to, um, to Wes, us, yeah. and I thought, well, you sound like you know what you're talking about, and uh, <laughs> I like the sound of your voice. Oh, um, thank you. And that's how I, um, I came across you, and then I found your paranormal portal, and I thought, wow, yeah, this is cool. This oh. is great. Well, it's it's awesome, brother, and thank you so much. And and if anything else comes up, let me know. I'd love to have you back, and we can discuss more. I'm I'm sure there's going to be other stuff. I don't think <laughs> uh, they're going to leave me alone, whatever yeah. they are or whatever it is. You know, I'm going to have, um, and um, yeah, well, uh, I'm not scared. I don't get scared by it all. Sure. Um, um, I've never had. I mean, besides the tree coming down on me and that voice. Yeah. <laughs> You know, that, yeah. that was the scariest experience, but I walked out of it. You know, I managed to survive, so maybe I do have a guardian angel. Maybe I've got a spirit guide. Yeah. And his power is more powerful than that bad power or whatever, you know? Yeah, yeah. Um, well, but, uh, I'm, yeah. I'm thrilled you made it. Yeah, I'm, I'm thrilled you made it, and uh, yeah. I, I, but thank you again, Gary. It's been an absolute pleasure. I, I I really enjoy talking to you as well, which is really nice. I mean, you're a very pleasant person, so uh, it's been a pleasure on many levels. Yeah, and talking to you too, Brent. And I love what you're doing. So keep it up. All right, brother. Thank All you right. so much, and my best to your family. Yeah, yeah. Take care then. Okay. See you now. All right. Bye bye. All right, guys, thank you so much for joining us here on tonight's show. I hope you guys enjoyed it. Please feel free to follow us on Facebook, facebook.com slash Paranormal Portal Radio, as well as finding us on Twitter. We're on Twitter at Paranormal Portal, P-O-R-T-L. And uh, we'd love to have you stop by our YouTube page and subscribe and check out our shows there. we got hundreds of shows in our, uh, our, our vault of <laughs> journeys into the paranormal portal. So I hope you'll check it, check it out, guys. We're over there at youtube.com slash paranormal portal. So hope to see you guys soon. Uh, we'll be back, of course, for more podcasts in the coming days. So uh, stay tuned. But we love you all. Be good, be kind, be nice. Take care of each other. Help each other out. Find the magic in every day and remember to laugh as much as you can. Take care, everybody. <laughs>